0: Este episodio de Word to Your Mama es patrocinado por McDonald's. Mira, no necesitamos otra razón para reunirnos en McDonald's, pero el crew sigue dándonos más. Recuerdo cuando era niña. Mm, no teníamos mucho, pero de vez en cuando, cuando alguien de la escuela tenía una fiesta de cumpleaños, lo celebraban en McDonald's. Y los crew members eran parte de nuestra comunidad. Es tu gente, tu comunidad y tu relación con el crew de McDonald's lo que hace que sea tu McDonald's. Todos tenemos un McDonald's especial. ¿Cuál es el tuyo? McDonald's. Me encanta. Hola, and welcome to episode 92 of Word to Your Mama. Word to Your Mama is a podcast about the life of a Latina mama, that's me, and the lives of my amazing multicultural tribe, a celebration of shared experiences navigating this dynamic world. There will be special guests, mad laughs, and absolutely no BS. Nah, B is our motto. Segments by the Supernatural Bear, that's my little man, he's nine going on 49. But other than that... This podcast will and can be explicit. Please believe it. Why do I have a crazy range of amazing people on the show? It's because I come from the music, the art, designer vinyl toy, and Web3 sectors. And today we have someone from the latter, Lucia Diaz. She is Lucia Diaz founder and Latina illustrator. I met Lucia. She's one of the first people I made contact with when I first entered the scene. Um, She's Colombiana. She's a creative and community leader in the web three space. And, uh, you know, we get into a bunch of different things. Her being first gen Colombiana, life skills learned from growing up in the hood, culture shock from moving from Miami to Seattle, launching her first NFT project that's entitled Mujeres at Hola Meteverso, Bogota, Colombia, the value of community, and so much more. She has a very interesting story, um, and I think we uh, align on so many different things. We we relate to the skills, uh, you know, and the life lessons from the hood and beyond. If you're listening to this when it drops on Monday, the 15th, then we are only a couple of weeks out from Ola Metaverso, uh, Bogota, Colombia, and in the show notes we'll have links to that. But. Yeah, and don't forget, after her section, we go into the Supernatural Bear corner, and then we go into outro, uh, you know, announcement of a couple of things. Also, in this episode, she gives us an exclusive. She drops some gems that she hasn't even uttered to anyone else. So uh, keep listening for that. Let's get into it.
1: Lucia, thank you so much for being here. woo so excited. Ritzi, thank you so much for having me. This, I mean, your podcast is incredible. So I'm a, a huge fan already. So I I really appreciate the opportunity of being here with you today.
0: Thank you. And thank you for your time. Because I know you're super busy and I'm super excited. Like we said, the first time meeting virtually because we've only met online, uh, Twitter spaces, DMs and things. So this is great to because I hear your voice all the time so to see your face with the voice
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a whole new experience to these people in, first of all people in person and also virtually it's just it solidifies that that relationship and I am so excited uh for later this month that we actually get to have a real life hug
0: yes we're gonna definitely be talking about but first let's start off how I love to start off every convo
1: how are you doing? ¿Cómo estás? Like how how are you doing? I'm okay. Um the last 2 weeks have been a little rough. Um I unfortunately got COVID. Uh, my husband too and we both have uh we we both have like uh like um I have asthma and my husband has like heart condition. Oh, yeah. So we both have been kind of struggling <laughs> a little bit. Um but we're doing a lot better now. Last week was just uh it was it was really hard. It was a really hard week. Um I am super grateful that I have a lot of amazing friends in Web3 and in Web2 uh, or Web1, all, all the webs <laughs> that have been sending me sopitas. Uh, this is like the first time I'm kind of speaking again. So mm. I still kind of feel the chest pain and it's still there, mm. uh, but I'm doing my best to focus on the positive, focus on, on the blessings of, you know, being alive, being okay, Things could have been much worse. Um, yeah. I I'm just someone that stays very positive, especially when you're facing things that you just can't control. Like there's no way we can get out of this pandemic, and and we've avoided it for two years, two and a half years, which is great. Um, but yeah. I know that it was inevitable. Like we were gonna eventually catch it at some point. So we're just, we're doing good. My husband's doing good. Like we're both kicking it. We're trying our best to stay home, uh, hang out with our cats, <laughs> playing video games. Right. Uh, and I've been sketching a lot. I've been drawing a whole lot. So it's been, it's been good to, to have, you know, be able to be present in my fam with my family, with my husband, making sure that he has everything he needs to get better. We both were kind of like, trying to, you know, we switched our roles of caretaker last week, for sure. We like, you know, once one was feeling better, the other one uh, kind of declined. Uh, but yeah, we're doing a lot better. And I'm excited to kind of get back to it, get back to the Twitter spaces, get back to in real life events, and just really just focus on, you know, building a legacy in Web3, because I feel like it's, it's what I was meant to do. I was meant to be on this earth, to be part of this uh, revolution.
0: Yeah, for sure. Well, I'm glad that you guys are doing better. If at any time, you know, you're just like, oh, I need a moment, or let me go, you know, whatever. Like... <laughs> you 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 know, feel free. There's there's no problem whatsoever. Um, so before we get into Web three, I want you know people to learn. I'd hear your story because I hear you know when we're in Twitter Spaces, yeah. but I want the listeners to to get a
1: sense. So where are you, first, Jen? I'm first gen. So, my parents were born and they're from small villages in Colombia. My mom's from Ayurral. My, my dad is from Jarumal. And so, they're both met in Medellin, Colombia. Mm-hmm. So, Medellin is basically for me and will always be my home because this is where I spent most of my summers, most of every single Christmas, um, surrounded by family. Uh, my grandparents, you know, they were both amazing, like on both sets rural farmers, uh, that come from, you know, really, really poor backgrounds, but they had so much love and so much just tenacity to lead within their communities. So mm-hmm. I, I'm a super proud first gen. I always tell people I'm Colombian <laughs> because I love being, you know, from Colombia. I love of saying that that's who, you know, I feel like that's the country that has really taken me and like really, just showing me what love is. And, you know, the US is also awesome. like being here, being American, being born in, in the States is great, but there's something about the magical realism of Colombia that mm. can never escape, not just through, you know, through novels like Gabriel Garcia Marquez, but when you go there and when you go there, you'll understand, you'll <laughs> see how magical of a place it is. And it's definitely been the base of of my love, like, and being, you know, who I am in in, in my identity. Is always Colombian first. Yeah.
0: So, but where were, so, so your first gen, and then where were you, where were you born and raised?
1: I was born and raised in Miami. So I was born and raised in Miami and I've, um, I grew up, I grew up in the hood. I'm going to be honest. I grew up in the hood and it, it was a great, for me, it was a great experience because I really got to learn. Um, all just the different types of of struggles. Like growing up, mm-hmm. there would be times that you know we might not have food on the table. And so we had to learn how to hustle. And so I remember in elementary school um selling like hot Cheetos and, and tagging people's book bags in <laughs> order to get some coins so we could, you know, so we could eat or to even take back to Columbia to you know, give to my grandparents mm. or, or just, you know, be able to support and sustain myself. So from a very young age, I learned how to hustle. I learned how to Please believe it. get stuff done. And uh, Miami was such a like it's such a bubble, Latin American bubble. And mm. I grew up in in such a it's such a beautiful community surrounded by all different types of, you know, not just Colombians, but Cubans. Puerto Ricans, Haitians. And mm. so a lot. it was like a good melting pot of of just beauty. And mm. so I lived there for 30 years. Then I ended up going to work for a big tech company in, in Seattle. Mm. And I left that bubble. And then I realized at that moment that I was a minority. <laughs> because <laughs> when you live in Miami or in LA, you're yeah. like, okay, we're not the minority here. Excuse me, like we we run this town. Um, But in in Seattle, I definitely felt like the other. I I suffered a lot of microaggressions, especially being from Colombia. The ignorance of people just talking about, you know, how (laughs) if I knew Pablo Escobar or something like that. So it's just
0: ridiculous shit.
1: Yeah, it's just stupid shit that just shouldn't be even mentioned um, but I am so grateful that I had that opportunity to be out of place because then I realized, you know, in every industry that I worked in, not just in big tech, but beauty, advertising, like everything that I've ever done, there is a huge lack of Latin representation. Yes. There isn't enough of us that we could see in leadership positions that are, are actually making a difference and making, for example, in, in this big tech company. Um, making them see that there is just more to the world than the U S like mm-hmm. being able to look at countries like Mexico or in Colombia or Brazil, like we all in Latin America, we all have our own dialects. We all have our own yeah. ways of doing things, eating certain foods and stuff like that. So just being able to like really understand what it is to be a Latina, especially first gen Carry, you know, I carry like a cross or a burden knowing that I need to be able to represent our culture yes. authentically and not be a token, you know, and not be yes, that person yes. that is just going to show up and, and be like, oh, everything's gravy. No, I'm, I'm, I'm I, I like to ruffle feathers. I think, <laughs> I think it's very clear, especially in anybody that meets me, that I like to make sure that people, especially Latinos, feel seen, heard, and represented because that's the that's the basic denominator that we should we should even we shouldn't even argue like we have to be able to be seen represented uh and so that journey led me to opening my business you know and, and really like flourishing in who i am and not allowing other people to dictate who i'm supposed to be or how i'm supposed to do things Exactly, and going back to you know, um, I, I
0: know there's a couple of spaces that I've heard you mention, like oh, I came from the hood, and and I think that's a for me. There's trauma included with that, yeah, of course, a hundred percent. But there are skills,
1: <laughs> Amen.
0: that we have yes. that as a as a as a magical MF warrior, aka Mama. I'm trying to teach my my son, but I, I've done such a, we've done such a great job where, he doesn't have to have those skills, but 100%. there's sometimes I was like, I I don't, don't want to move to the hood so he can learn these skills and be traumatized. You know what I'm saying? But like, exactly. what's the exactly. balance? Exactly. But I think you and I, I, I feel like we relate. We've talked about this a little bit 100%. in private. We relate on so many different levels. You come from the hood, but you don't stay hood. But some of the the lessons you you can you can um, sift through them and and yes. get the the gems that help you. You know, to 100%. have that agency, that that hustleness, that you know the the um, you know, as working um, artist relations for, a, 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 you know, Coachella and different festivals, yeah. um, my girl Shani, and I mentioned this on a lot on a lot of episodes, she's like, I can't just hire anyone to do these jobs. I need to have people that have that figure it outness in the hood, oh, the figure it you. outness goes hand in hand with the hustle, right? Because you it's figure installed. it out.
1: It's installed in our mind. But Yeah. Downloaded. Boom. Downloaded. It's back there. It's (laughs) it's back there. Because let me tell you, I've been in situations where I'm in war rooms or speaking to VPs and I'm like, you cannot figure this out. Exactly. We we, we can't figure out this issue.
0: With all the resource at your fingertips and you can't figure it out. Exactly. And then that's, I think, you know, uh, I think. You and I, a lot of us that are listening, a lot of us, uh, that's when we're like, Word, you're at this high position in this exactly.
1: corporation.
0: <laughs> exactly. The mediocre white man keeps mediocreing and whiting. And it's just like, what? It what is make this? Sense.
1: It doesn't compute. It, it doesn't, doesn't compute,
0: compute. But now, with going back to that, I feel the, the skills that you learned, looking back, the skills that you learned. You know, being in the hood, but also not having much and seeing at an early age your entrepreneurship, you know, that that was always there. You saw it from your family. You saw it that that you had the opportunity. How does that trend, how did that, in, 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 you know, help you and impact you into in corporate? How did you translate that to corporate world?
1: Yeah, 100%. So my mom, she used to make arepas. My mom used to be called loose arepas. Because <laughs> I bet she, you they were delouche. And let me tell you, i she doesn't make them anymore unless it's for me and let me Ugh. tell you they are some of the best arepas you'll ever have in your life and if you ever if you're ever in miami i'll i'll just <laughs> i'll be like ma we gotta get gotta ritzy one okay Por favor. Yes. and so i used to get up at five in the morning with my mom before school and we used to moler maiz and we used to wow. you know i had i had to you know help her out get that done and then take a shower get on a bus, then get on a train in another bus to go to my high school, uh, Design it. design, Architecture Senior High. Uh, so I remember, you know, f- since I was probably like, since I was 14, 15, just working and understanding the value of bringing in an income, especially when things happen, like when my dad gets laid off or even, you know, with my mom, sometimes we've had health scares as well, like health conditions. Um, like breast cancer and things like that. She's fine now. Everything's fine now. Good but at that, yeah, at that point, sometimes that kicks in. You're like,' oh, I can't just sit here and do nothing. I need mm-hmm. to go out and make, you know, make some money, support my family. And so these things translated into corporate by me not allowing anybody to to kind of at least the teams that were formed uh, as as an art director. I made sure that my designers had everything that they needed. And if there was an issue that we were going to figure it out together, I wasn't leading them. They were part of my team. Please believe it. Yeah. Like there, there's no hierarchy for Mm -hmm. me because Mm -hmm. this is something I learned from my grandfather. My grandfather used to pick coffee and he was out there with the other, you know, the people that were working for him. And he would never say that the people were working for him. He's like, he's working with these people. with them Mm -hmm. because community is so much higher than the individual Mm -hmm. person so being able to see that i i remember building out products and shipping things out and things working really well and having gangbuster you know you know profits come in because of these solutions and these solutions were made in the hood This happened. These things happened. Me going out to Colombia to a farm when I was 10 and seeing my grandfather hustle, you know, and making and seeing how he he saw people come in like Starbucks, Juan Valdez, all the big coffee conglomerates and saying, this is my price. If you want to pay me for what I have, this Mm -hmm. is what is I'm charging. And he would teach other people to do that instead of us living in fear, us separating ourselves or or being in silo, he was uh, someone that believed in spreading information and and empowering each other in order for the whole community to thrive. Because he could have easily been like, okay, yeah, whatever, you know, I'll accept that. But my mom is the same way. She's somebody that doesn't accept BS. And I think it's something that it's just, again, installed in like Latina chips, <laughs> especially if their mamas. They are going to do whatever needs to happen to get things done. Exactly. And the, the, the most important thing for me is that I treated everybody with respect. I would speak to a CEO the same way I spoke to a cleaning lady. As it should be. As it should be. It, yes. it just doesn't matter. Like, it doesn't matter where yeah. you come from. Everybody has ideas. Everybody has ways to contribute. And so in any of my meetings, I would always invite not just the art department, but devs. I would invite project managers. I'd invite people from other departments. Yes. People are like, why, why is this happening? I'm like, because we need to understand this product. And we under- need to understand how to work together in order to launch this or in order to push this out. Because I feel like for too many people, they feel like they are the only ones that could get something done. but without collaboration you just you really you put yourself in a corner that you don't need to be in you You don't need to be that's the key i think for
0: everyone listening that um there's a lot of factors but you put yourself in the corner that you do not need to be in because if you work in community and, and 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 going back to the point where you were inviting all these different people when i you know um When I got some someone that I knew that I went to college with was working at a House of Blues corporate in L.A. And they asked me to come on and I was real hesitant because I was doing well, like just freelancing and doing stuff. And when I got there, the course, because she's dope, my boss, Ingrid Gunn, uh, one of my favorite bosses of all time. She invited everybody to the weekly marketing meetings. At the time, I came. I came in as a, as a, you know, just a graphic designer, not even art director. I was young, super young. Yeah. And I was like, uh, what? What is happening? I didn't understand the language. I didn't understand. But what ended up happening, and why she's smart like that? First of all, there weren't that many female women women in the in the music industry. Yeah. Let alone, you know, of a color. But well, yeah, she knew. I think what you knew and what I learned from this experience is that. I didn't know shit, but I wanted to learn. And I knew how the entire system ran, what yeah. my part, What how significant my part, and I thought it was little, Amen. how significant my part is, how I could be proactive, how I could be better. So it turns, and then they could see how I interacted in the meeting. Mm-hmm. I could chime in. Anyone could chime in. Yeah. So then they're like, oh, she loves music. Why don't we have her make some marketing plans? Amen. For, you know right what then. I'm saying? Yeah. So you see, 100%. You you, you don't know what
1: people are capable
0: of unless oh, you give them the 100%. chance.
1: Percent. I had a meeting. I had a meeting with uh, my designers in Mexico. So mm-hmm. I don't I they're like my primos. Like we always <laughs> would joke around that we were just all cousins working together. And so some of them didn't speak English like fully. Like they you know, they understood it. They could write it. But whenever they would get to these big meetings, they would kind of freeze up or clam up. And so sometimes I would just tell them, speak in Spanish and I'll translate for you. Yeah. And we would solve some huge roadblocks just by allowing people to sit at the table that mm-hmm. deserve to be at that table because we're creating products for their community. Exactly. So why not give these people a chance? And that's, that's like my number one thing. Whenever I'm in a Twitter space or anything, or if I hear somebody that needs a translation i'm there like i i'm i'm ready to 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 be that voice and to to give them that voice lend them my voice because at the end of the day we have so many incredible people in latin america that Mm -hmm. have so many great ideas and they all they need is a chance all they need is is a way to shine and exactly if we could provide that mic if we could provide a, a quick translation you never know who they will meet and who will, they will connect with. And so for me, it's always been I've always been that way. I feel like ever since I was a kid, I've always been somebody that once when, when I see somebody that wants to say something or speak up, I always try to, to get them to do it because I know I remember being in their shoes once and mm-hmm. understanding how scary it is to exactly. speak to people. I, I got, I got really comfortable. <laughs> I got really comfortable talking <laughs> back, um, but um, it's, it's a, it's a blessing and in a, in a. I feel like it's a blessing to be bilingual. It's a blessing, and uh, it's something that it's our superpower. There yeah. are a lot of these people that just don't only they barely speak English. Barely, <laughs> in, barely. in leadership yes, positions. Exactly. So we need to, you know, open up the world because there's so many people here that could be sitting at these tables and it's been gatekept for a long time and it keeps being gatekept, but we, you know, slowly but surely, I think we're chipping away because we're all sick of the same stories. We're all sick of the same marketing. We want something different. People are getting really wise when it comes to marketing. People Mm -hmm. are going to skip your ad. People are not going to sit there for two minutes to watch something that's whitewashed. Exactly. Like
0: if something's new, you see someone that looks like you that's talking about something that you're interested in or something oh that you know. It's I, you got my attention for yep. sure. So let's get into what was your first memory? What was your root that yeah. that that you experienced at whatever age that told you, uh, "This
1: is what I want to do: creative oh, artist."
0: Like, what you, was that yeah. moment for you?
1: So that moment was. Uh, that was every summer in um my i used to go to my grandfather's farm he used to own like a 26 acres a side of a mountain basically nice and so i would go out with my little sketchbook and my watercolors and you know all these little things that i would just would get um at either the dollar store or even el pueblo um and i remember (laughs) one time I messed up my grandfather's like um, sacks of coffee. Mm -hmm. So basically they call them costales, costales Mm -hmm. that you fill them up with coffee and these go out to um, the companies that purchase them. Like for example, Starbucks or Juan Valdez. And so I started painting faces on them. (laughs) (laughs) And my grandfather, he never got angry or pissed, but he would literally, he walked me to the town. He got me a sketchbook. Oh. Like, this is where you're going to draw. Please do not yeah. draw. Leave like my stomach. sex alone. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just was, it just killed me because and how compassionate are you to not even like he was, he was such a saint. He would never lift a finger or anything or hurt me. But he literally diffused the situation by just getting me a sketchbook. And with the little money that he had, you know, yeah. he, it's not that he, ha- he was rich or anything like that. He was rich in, in, in I think, in, in love and other yeah. ways, in other aspects. The most important ways to be rich. Exactly. And so he got me a sketchbook and I just remember, wow, like somebody really believes in my art or, so, or my work. And so that kind of triggered the, the self, you know, self-confidence to be an artist. Mm-hmm. And then my mom, she cultivated it by telling me that i am able to do whatever i want with my art to not listen to people that do not have a vision Mm -hmm. that there are going to be a lot of people that are jealous or they don't understand what you're trying to do or your vision and so don't share with them and so it's unfortunate because i have a lot of people on on my dad's side of the family that are like that that are not really you know there to support or or motivate but it's OK. They just don't understand it. They don't get it. And they have come from, you know, very traumatic situations as well. Like they yeah. all migrated uh, to the United States. I do have one aunt, though, Luzmila. She's my my dad and on my dad's side. She used to give me craft books. She taught me how to sew. Oh, that's amazing. She was she's a badass. Like she's somebody that she will figure it out. If she doesn't know <laughs> how to do it, she will learn it and then teach you. And so she, she definitely was another person that kind of pushed me. So it was my grandfather, and my mom, and then my grandma Lucia. She purchased my one of a, a piece that I did of her um, as a commission piece. So she was my first client, I would say. Beautiful, <laughs> such a sweetheart, and always very adamant about me selling my work and not giving it for free or mm. not doing it under the disguise of exposure and. This is a woman like my grandparents didn't make it to second grade. So mm. these are people that have lived a life
0: yes. and
1: have so much value to give so many lessons. And I was all ears when I was a little kid. I would listen to them be very receptive. And so that's my kind of my chant in Web3. Like yeah. I don't I tell people don't work for free. A lot of people have approached me to be like, hey, let's do a collection. Let's do a generative. Let's do this. And I'm like, no, I'm good. Thanks. <laughs> Appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, and it's really because you have to put value. The, the work that you do, it, it comes with value. It takes yes. sacrifice. It takes time. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, nobody can tell you, oh, it's not worth it because it is. It is. You, you're creating it. It's a creation. It comes from something. It comes from me.
0: COVID-19 moves fast, and now you can too, by asking your healthcare provider if an oral treatment is right for you. Learn about a treatment option at TreatCV19.com. This message is sponsored by Pfizer. Cox sabe que tu familia no para. Por eso ofrecen nuevos paquetes de Internet que te brindan la misma velocidad y flexibilidad que esperas de Cox. Además, Panoramic Wi-Fi está incluido en algunos planes sin costo adicional. Es Internet que sigue tu ritmo. Todo sin contrato anual, que significa que no hay molestos cargos por terminación anticipada. Desconéctate de tu rutina, pero no de tu Wi-Fi cuando estás fuera de casa. Cox te da acceso a más de 3 millones de hotspots de Wi-Fi. Después de un largo día, reúne la familia para una noche de películas con Contour Stream Player. Disfruta de deportes en vivo, tus programas favoritos en Hulu, Netflix, Disney, Paramount Plus y más con apps de streaming populares. Conoce más en cox.com Diagonal Español Here's a question What have you always wanted to try? It could be something small Like trying a new dish Or something big Like trying a completely new career path What about trying something To ignite new passions Or rekindle old ones? Even though I was part of Other podcasts before I've always wanted to try Hosting my own Hence, word to your mama You're listening to it right now It's been one of the best new things I have tried. I get to share some amazing, diverse voices from all walks of life with the world, and that just fills my soul with good vibes. So think about it. What have you always wanted to try? Anything is possible when you set your mind to try something else. Gold Peak Real Brew Tea is here to unleash your thirst for trying. So take this as your sign to say yes. Opt in. Go for it. Because trying is what life is all about. Try Gold Peak Real Brew Tea and then try something else. Exactly. So getting into, um, let's just get into it. How? Wh- what? Where are we going to be at the end of the month if the lords and the dragons above say it to be true that I will be meeting you? And w- let me know if the plans are still that you're, you know, presenting and launching something. Yes. Let the people yes. know. Give us I'm the gonna breakdown.
1: Let, Ritzi, I'm going to let people know right now. <laughs> Ritzy. I am super excited a, to announce that I will be launching my first NFT collection, Mujeres, in Bogota, Colombia, with Hola Meteverso. What? And I'm just over the moon because I you know how much I love your team. Like I just at this point just send me a job offer cuz I'll be I'll be part of the team. Whatever you want me to do, I'll move around chairs. I'll clean mics, whatever you need. No, but um yeah, I'm I'm super 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 excited to launch Mujeres and this collection is basically I'm trying to put representation in the blockchain. I mm. want web3 to know who we are as Latinas. And the main focus is I'm illustrating Latinas that have either inspired me, have been my mentors, or that I have met throughout my journey that keep me going. Love and that. so a lot of the women uh, I have, so half of them are that I'm in, it's going to be 20 pieces, one-on-one okay. collection. So 20, um, the 10 of them are going to be from web two and the other 10 are going to be from web three. Love it. Uh, this is a collection that will still be kind of like open. So I will be adding more women as I go through my journey because it doesn't stop. Like we still, I exactly. still have so many people to meet, so many people to draw and illustrate. And the main purpose for, for me of doing this is because I wanted to take my time in Web3. I didn't want to just launch something and leave. Yeah, I wanted to be part of the community. I wanted to understand what the community needed. And I feel like as an artist, as a, as a Latina, my biggest asset is to make sure that we capture the representation that exists in Web3 right mm-hmm. now and use my platform to really bring on more people into Web3, especially because we've always been historically left n- like outside of of the room we're not we don't we're not even given a chair exactly. we're not even be, you know part of the table you nowhere know we're not near even, the building nowhere near the <laughs> building not even they don't even give us the keys so, so i'm really trying with this collection to kind of make sure that we are here and this is who we are these are stories of real latinas especially the ones that are that i, I interact with probably on a mostly on a daily basis And I'm excited because I'm going to bring augmented reality into Mm. this collection. Uh, And I'm just over the moon because I've given, I've, you know, everybody's been asking for it for the last like six months. They're like, when are you going to drop something? When are you going to drop something? And even though we're in a bear market, I don't care if it's a bear market. I don't care if ETH isn't at 4,000. For me, it's about being part of this community and giving a piece of my you know, work my soul and understanding that I'm here to continue to build in the good times and the bad times. Exactly. Because at the end of the day, like a lot of these companies, like for example, Airbnb, they, they started during a pandemic, uh, sorry, during a crash, the, the last crash of 2008. So we have to think about what we're creating and what we're doing and the long term goal, not the short term, exactly. not the short term gains, because the short term gains aren't going to be sustainable. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm just super excited to be in Bogota, in Colombia, in my home country. I would Shh. say my home country, yes. even though I was born there. Eh, tierra, I, natal. tierra natal, tierra natal, tierra natal, 100. percent And I am so. My mom, she's like, she she was so excited. She almost did a backflip when I told her. <laughs> <laughs> who, who would have thought this little girl from Reno you know, from the hood would be exhibiting in in Colombia? Like nobody, beautiful, it's a beautiful. Nobody, thing. nobody, you know, nobody things that they are able to realize their dreams until they start happening. And it's 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 been it's been crazy. It's been a crazy ride. And I my hand hurts a little bit, but I love it. (laughs) I'm excited and I'm excited to show the process and and also to help other artists on board their work. Um I am such a supporter of mentoring young artists. Mm -hmm. I have a lot of especially Afro-Latinas that I mentor because I believe in passing down the education that you've learned all the mistakes that you make you know package that and understand that you know this is information you could share so you could save somebody five years ten years of their life and in this crazy just all the 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 crazy things that I've had to experience in my business like letting them know that they're capable of everything that they want to do so yeah, exactly. so I can't wait to t- tackle you. I'm going to tackle you <laughs> when I see you.
0: So <laughs> be I'll be ready. I'm ready. But I just want to say thank you so much for, you know, doing what you do. Uh, when I first started this journey, uh, you know, you've been there since jump. And I saw, I've seen all of us what that I've tapped into that, that first, in the beginning of the year. And everybody grow. And the people that I still like fuck with heavy are yeah. people that i i they continue to amaze me continue to to they align with what i'm trying to do with what hola Meteverso is trying to do is just the long-term goal you know the the building of community the helping the educating and and those types of things and i feel like When you align yourself and build that community with like-minded people, it's a win. It doesn't matter if it's a bear market. Like, I was on the Ledger Twitter space, and I forget his name, but he was like, you know, people are like, oh, it's a bear market. He's like, it's a builder's market. It's it's a creator's market. Yeah. If this is a time to buckle down and make stuff, and no matter it. what, and that shows yeah. who is true, who's doing it for the right reasons. Like, 100. It's not a money grab for us. It's not a money grab for you. If it no. comes, it comes. But it's like, um, no. you're you're sharing your gift. You're sharing sharing your knowledge. There's no gatekeeping. It's it's so genuine and authentic. So I'm super excited for you because I can, you know, if if anyone's listening or anyone's seeing your story, I get chills thinking about. You being able to launch your your first ever NFT project in your Tierra Natal. Like, the only it's thing insane. that would make it next level was if it was in, you know, the the city that you would go to all the time. But yeah. other than that, you're there. I mean, it's still but your Tierra Natal. Like, it's, it's crazy. I'm it's excited easy. for you.
1: And not just that. Like, I, you know, I'm going to be surrounded by people that I've been following same six months like I remember learning about Olama Terzo, Ozzy, Tamarón like I learned about your team and I just was like I don't know how I don't know when but we're gonna we're gonna make this work we're gonna we're gonna work (laughs) together somehow we're gonna do something and the crazy thing is I remember I was with a colleague in New York uh Tamarón and he told me um that it was gonna be August 26th and I was like you stop. You gotta be joking! That's oh yeah, my birthday. <laughs> I'm just like that's like my birth- yes. My
0: birthday. The, the like, levels what? upon levels of things that are like insane. we were when you said that in the Twitter space, we were like, "What?" Meant to I be signs, symbols, be. and clues from the universe
1: that is supposed to happen. You know all that this was ancestors. it's all it's like lining up, a hundred percent. And I want to tell you, I want to give you an exclusive too because I have something else that I'm working on. What? And you're gonna be the first soul in the planet to know what? because you deserve it. You're amazing. Thank so you. I actually was tapped by, uh, Latinas in Tech and Corbell to illustrate thirty luminaries, Latinas in technology, that have made the difference and that are you know scaling up you know these corporate ladders and building out, knocking down these you know doors and these windows. And so I'm producing. My, you know, a collection for them as well. So, as amazing. A, alongside my mujeres NFT, we're gonna we're having uh, and it will launch for Hispanic Heritage Month, uh, nice. in September 15. And the thing is, for me, what I'm proud of the most is that I like I'm reading these stories of all the luminaries, and understanding like they come from the same backgrounds we do. Please believe they it. they had to go through the same things, the same trials and tribulations. Same microaggressions that we had to go through in order to continue to scale up and continue to work towards becoming leaders in tech and opening the doors for more Latinas to come in to an industry that is severely a white male dominated industry. So I'm really, really Please believe it. super proud um, to talk to you about the, this collaboration and Hola Meteverso Bogota. So it's going to be a heavy month, it's going to be a heavy couple months. I love that. It's like rollout. It's like Lucia
0: Diaz rollout, rollout. And shout out to Latinas in Tech. Shout out to Cecilia over in it's Latinas amazing. in Tech. Um, you know uh, they're doing great things. Uh, I'm part of their mentorship program. They supported us in the first one, and the 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 reason why they supported us the first one is because Cecilia heard me speak at Wonder Woman Tech in 2020. Yeah. But we didn't know, and then when we reconnect, I was like, "I know that name." And then you know, you do it as one does. You look up on LinkedIn, and I was yep. like, "What? We've already talked." And we were like, "What?" And so it's, it's, if you unite, if you, if we, if you know, we grow as a group, and if we unite, we're fucking unstoppable. Because women, oh, unstoppable. we're dope as hell, we and are. then women of color, Latinas, forget about it. Oh, yeah, and I then think- you put us in the right positions, in the right places things like this happen and it's beautiful and gorgeous so Thank felicidades that it's going to be uh august september because hispanic heritage month goes from mid-september to mid-october you know so, it, august yep. september october Lucia it's gonna, Diaz.
1: it's gonna be lit it's gonna be like i'm excited and the the honor is just being able to um be part of this collection it will we will have a gallery where we're gonna be able to exhibit uh, all thirty luminaries, and nice. this this again, this is sponsored by Corbell, and I'm a, I'm just over the moon that I get to illustrate these incredible women because that's what I do, period. Mm-hmm. Like I've been illustrating Latinas for the last like you know ten years basically, and I yeah. I want to make sure that everybody that I illustrate, I capture their story and I tell them and tell people why it matters mm-hmm. to see representation on the blockchain so i'm super thrilled i'm super honored and the biggest thing too is being able to to also talk about it in in Hola Metaverso in a in real life event yes. the importance of what olama Metaverso is doing is like this is a, this is how we're going to get a million people onboarded to web3 if you yeah. have people in these in real life events that you can ask questions to that you can talk to that you can break down these barriers because these bigger events somebody goes up and speaks and then they disappear like i exactly i I, I, being in new york it was really great to go to nft nyc but i just felt like i can only connect a certain amount of people like there's certain people that are still kind of like untouchable even though it would be great to be able to meet them or talk to them or or work with them so i honestly feel like hola is kind of like the future of of what web three is going to be able to do to bridge the gap between web two and web three, because I feel like we shouldn't, it shouldn't be a versus. It shouldn't be no. web two versus web three. It's kind of like another piece of the pie. And that's how I'm treating it in my business. I still have a web two business. Of course. I still focus on Latina representation and stationery, And that's another thing I've been working on a re- rebranding and redesigning a website. Where I'm pulling away from Etsy and going into Shopify and creating a website that actually speaks to my customers and is something that could really be like the house of my brand, because that's Mm -hmm. the other important thing. As we see in social media, I remember I think it was two weeks ago, Twitter was down, Instagram was down like a month ago. And it doesn't matter how many followers you have, if they can't find you, if they can't connect with you, If you can't hear their stories, then I feel like that's where businesses go south. Like you need to make sure that you're in constant connection with your consumer, Mm -hmm. with your clients. These are people that are supporting you with your money, with their money, and Mm -hmm. making sure that that you know who they are as people so you can deliver the best product to them. Like that's key. And and that's what I've also been doing with Twitter Spaces, making sure that I get to know people and I get to understand. What is Web3? How can we authentically come in with, another, with a brand as big as our Corbell or, or just my brand myself, Lucia Diaz, and do this authentically and don't do it as a cash grab like many of these celebrities? Exactly. Some of these celebrities, it's, it's so sad. They have millions of followers, but they don't understand the onboarding process. Exactly. You're not going to get somebody from Instagram to just hop on and just create a MetaMask you got to walk them through. You got to hold their you
0: gotta hand. You got to help them. Exactly. And, you know, there's all these meetings and all these Twitter spaces. And I love the fact that people are talking about there's Web 2 and there's Web 3. But we got to focus on the Web 2.5. The Web 2.5. Exactly. Two point, you know, like 100%. increments. Like, you know, yeah. and also those who don't have access, uh, you know, to Internet, a, a, a computer, you know, all these things. And it's taking all, I think... All of us that align are are have the same vision and and understand those little those significant things on what is what are the barriers you know the barriers to access to and how can we help with that because
1: hundred percent
0: you know what you said is that you know we're not even in the building and when I tell people when you know I get asked I'm in an interview or something I say I'm doing this because of the community and because for so long we've never been you know a part. we've been left behind we haven't been given access to the information uh and the tools and i'm so hyped about this web 3 and the opportunities and it's beyond nfts guys i'm not in it for that we're not in it for that only it's because i not only do i want us to be a part of the conversation lucia i want us to fucking create the conversation
1: We're the leaders. If you look at the numbers, data doesn't lie. Data doesn't lie. You know, one hundred percent. For me, it's also like I think about my how my grandfather was an orphan, and my godfather too. My godfather in Columbia, he was an orphan. And they didn't have access to, like, computers or anything. I mean, you know, my grandpa (laughs) lived to 103, so computers came much later in his life. (laughs) Um, But I do want to go back to, there's an orphanage that I work with uh, called Casa de Nazare. And so with them, I'm actually, when I go back, I'm going to Medellin right after Hola Meteverso. And I'm going to talk to them, and I want to see if there's a way we could create, like, a computer lab. And so we can get people to come in, and even virtually through Zoom, teach these kids like different classes and just I get like, you know, be able to get some of my really incredible illustrator buddies together and be like, hey, let's just teach an art class in Spanish, yeah, yeah. you know? And so I'm thinking about this in a way of how can we solve a problem of the lack of connectivity, especially in a population in Medellin, in Colombia, where there's a lot of discrepancy. There's mm-hmm crazy amount of poverty and then there's you know super hyper rich but there has to be a way we can get kids online in order for them to learn um this is something i saw during the pandemic the pandemic my brother my husband is an it professional mm-hmm. and so he saw that a lot of households of color did not have the equipment set up they didn't have internet they didn't have laptops they didn't have ipads yeah for schooling Mm -hmm. and so who's falling behind the BIPOC community is falling behind when it comes to education and so for me i see that and i see that in south america too like there's a lot of discrepancy there there's a lot of people that still don't have internet I mean, I feel like I have uncles that still use a flip phone. Like they're yep. still rocking it. They're still <laughs> rocking the flip phone. Yeah, it's not the, not because they want to. It's just that they can't. That that's all they could afford at the moment. You know. Exactly. And so, what for me, like this collection that I'm doing, not only is representing Mujeres and NFTs, but also you know, proceeds of that will go to to the orphanage. Like I already like, even if the collection doesn't sell, if it doesn't sell out, I'm still gonna go to the orphanage. I'm still gonna, you know, give them money and then also probably gonna go with my mom grocery shopping like we always do every time we go to Colombia and make sure we stock them up and see whatever we could do to help. And I know that sounds like you know, like why why are you, you know, spending your time or doing this? And for me it's it's so important to do it because I'm blessed and I I am I right here where I am right now in this country. I have the opportunity to do what I love with my artwork and get paid for it and get compensated for it. And, and for me, that's, that's all I need. Like I just need myself and my iPad and I'm good. You know, I I don't need to, I honestly don't need to, to see, I don't need to see all this discrepancy in the world. Like I want to make sure that especially children, they have the opportunity to thrive. A lot of these kids are smart kids. These yeah. kids, you give them a camera, you give them, you teach them lines of code and they'll freaking build something.
0: Exactly. And it's going back to what we mentioned earlier is, yeah. you know, people just having, being able to to be at the table, be in these spaces, being get, like shown that they have the right and the agency to do that. Oh, so if we give, um, you know, people in our community, these the kids access to the minimal, they'll we could see who there's talent everywhere. And you'll see how they can shine. Okay, so let's get into questions and comments from the audience, shall we? Okay, so uh, because of time, I think I'm going to tell you this amazing comment that someone has for you. And then we'll see how it goes. We'll we'll ask one of the many questions that they submitted. Now, it's going to be in Spanish, and you can answer however. I'm not the best reader, but I'm going to do my best. Okay. Yes. El trabajo de Lucía solo es un pequeño destello del gran talento y corazón que tiene esta mujer. Cada vez que veo una ilustración suya es como un Red Bull creativo. Me inspira, me llama y me da la confianza de seguir trabajando por mis sueños. Cada vez que veo obra, su obra, los, la escucho, diciendo, dale prima, es todo tuyo.
1: Do you oh. know who that's from? I think it's La Dama.
0: No, this is from amazing Mexican illustrator, founder of Not So Dead NFT, Laura Santiago. Oh, Laura,
1: oh my goodness. Oh, <laughs> sí. bueno, primero, la prima, les quiero que decir que yo la quiero mucho. Ella <laughs> es ella siempre ha sido mi prima desde el momento que yo entré a Web3 desde el momento que la conocí en los discords de BFF y, y <risa> no no me acuerdo cuál discord fue pero yo creo que fue un discord que la conocí empecé a seguir su arte y yo dije bueno, listo oh wow, ella va a sacar Increíble. Mm-hmm. una colección de Catrinas wow, es la primera vez que yo veo una latina hacer una colección tan hermosa tan linda que mm-hmm. hizo Laura y eh, la Katrina que me tocó tiene una chaqueta que se parece a esta ah. so, es como otra vez el universo te está manifestando todo. pero le quiero decir a Laura Laura fue la persona que me ayudó con mi colección Laura, el hermano de Laura, Fernando fue el developer que me ayudó a hacer el ah. contrato Smart no Contract eso. y bueno yo yo le pagué porque yo dije no sí no eh, yo gratis no. <risa> Tengo que pagarle por su trabajo sí. entonces el eh, Laura le quiero decir muchas gracias por ser una persona que me inspira una persona que es una ilustradora increíble uh-huh. eh, es una persona con un corazón tan grande que tengo tantas ganas de irme a México un fin de semana para para estar con ella porque de verdad que es una persona muy ella es la que ella es la que por decir la persona que puso El, real, el, el el camino para uh-huh. otras latinas seguir y decir, sí. ¿usted sabe qué? Si si Laura lo puedo hacer, yo uh-huh. también lo puedo hacer. Sí. Entonces ella me inspira a mí y yo la quiero mucho a ella. Ella sabe cuando, el momento que me toque <risa> conocerla ahí la, le, le caigo y le caigo duro porque la verdad que la quiero mucho. Entonces de verdad Laura, muchas gracias y Muchas gracias a Fernando, a su mamá también. Ellos mm. son un equipo, una familia que ellos hacen esto, esos NFTs y es es una familia, es un, una base, una familia que hace esto. eso para mí uno tiene que apoyar a la comunidad y si para mí, si si yo puedo comprarle un NFT a Laura, mm-hmm. que la colección de No Soda es increíble, es hermosa. Sí. Una colección divina. Yo nunca he visto una colección así en Web3. Todas las otras colecciones son, bueno, de cubo, pero no, no, no tiene esas raíces mexicanas que necesitamos en, es, en este mundo de Web3. Sí. Y yo soy colombiana, pero, no sé, los colombianos y los mexicanos somos como mejores uh-huh. amigos. Uh-huh. Entonces, ver una persona como Laura eh, desarrollar una colección tan, tan pues, tan hermosa, tan linda los colores el, uh-huh. en las catrinas, el, el significado de tener una latina, crear un, una obra de arte basada en su cultura es increíble eso. Vamos sí. vamos tener un, un un chat entero de sí, por qué la obra de sí. Santiago es
0: <laughs> Y no sé cómo se dice en español pero like the depth
1: of her pieces. Sí, sí, sí el Ella tiene un, eh, el scope de, de cómo ella pinta no solamente la parte posterior, pero también las la, los detalles de los aretes, sí. de del maquillaje, la catrina, hasta la ropa y la corona, uh-huh. todos esos detalles hacen que de verdad que es una colección que uno la ve Yo la llevé para pa Nueva York, mi Catrina. La puse en mi iPhone <laughs> y la, la saqué a pasear. <laughs> Cute. Y, y de verdad que se ve como, no sé, tengo, tengo, se ve como, para mí es, es una obra de arte que debería ser un museo. Sí. Inmediatamente, like, you connect. Yeah. 100%. It. It's beautiful.
0: 100%. So, muchísimas gracias, Laura. Um, we appreciate you for the, the comment. I, I just always like to have you know um someone when i have guests to have a nice little surprise so i reached out to laura le y también le, le escribí en español so that's not what i always do full blown in español Work. gracias gracias and um so she sent me this right away there'll be links to everything we discuss, and especially to um, Laura's not so dead NFT, when you see this, it stands out because 100%. immediately because of the skill, but the 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 depth of the depth of of her pieces. You know, the they're perfect. PFPs, but a lot of them are kind of. They're nice, but they they don't have the the same type of depth that hers has. So we'll have a link to that. So muchisima gracia. So now time is a ticking, but we still have the not so rapid fire questions, the AKA slow as hell questions. Are you ready?
1: I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm (laughs) ready. I'm ready. I was preparing myself mentally. I was listening to your podcast last week. I'm like, get ready.
0: (laughs) Okay, let's go. Three words to describe yourself.
1: Uh, I would say uh, humble, uh, creative, and
0: bold. Nice. I concur. Of what I know of you so far, I concur. What's the best piece of advice you've ever received?
1: I think the best piece of advice I've ever received was definitely from um, my grandmother. We touched on it. Never work for free. Never work on the disguise of clout or, um, you know... Likes don't pay the bills. So do work that you believe in, that Mm -hmm. you are going to get paid. If somebody is coming to you asking you for free work, say, hell no. Sorry, Mm -hmm. I'm busy. I'm creating my own things because your work is kind of like a jar. So you can't fill it up with somebody else's pebbles. You know, you have those big, solid dreams that you got to work on. So focus on what you want to do. And then the second thing I want to say is don't ever share your vision with people without vision. See, and that includes right. family members. That includes papa. That includes like tío. Like, you know, yeah. there's some protect people your that shit. just protect your shit. Like some people aren't going to understand what you're doing and that's okay. You don't need to get validation from them. No. The only person that you need to get validation is yourself. Exactly. That's it exactly
0: if you listen to last week's episode with Jasmine Ruiz we talk about that she creates for herself first and foremost and that's 100%. I think all creators we have to do that don't create for what you think the market wants you think the people want that's how you're going to lose you mm-hmm. create what you want to see create what you wish existed that's what 100%. we we talked about and and I think that's that touches on that so the next one is always fun song to get you hyped when you need it what's your current Heavy rotation
1: hype song, uh, La Canción by Bad Bunny and J Balvin. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why. It's just I know it's not like a really like rapid fire song. Yeah. Uh, any of the bad bunny, any of the new Bad Bunny album, like I've been, I've been a huge fan of reggaeton. It's really funny because I didn't, you didn't like reggaeton when I was in, um, in Miami. I started to love it when I lived in when Seattle. you left. <laughs> Yeah, I started to miss it. But yeah, anything with either anything with Jay Balvin or anything with Bad Bunny. But when you put them together, that song is the one that's right. La cancion. La
0: cancion La by them too. And I will be adding it to the Word to Your Mama guest hype song playlist on Spotify. And I'll always have a link in the show notes. And whenever I add the latest one, it goes straight up to the top. So you see it right, number one. So that will be number one. And the last question, Lucia what
1: will be your legacy? Uh, My legacy will be bringing representation of Latinas through my illustrations. That's gonna be my legacy. I'm gonna, I'm literally, uh, hopefully in a far future I I will pass and I hopefully one day will have my artwork hanging at the National Gallery of portraiture in BC, Um, I will make sure that other Latinas see themselves in in history books. Um, Because as an artist, I remember the only, the first person that I saw was Frida Kahlo. Mm -hmm. And we deserve to see more Latina artists represented and highlighted. And I'm going to make it my mission to make sure I, I blow up as many Latina artists and bring them with me. As I rise to the top, I think there's enough space and room for all of us. Please believe and, it. Yes. And it's it's honestly, I, from, the, from the first day I started creating, I started creating, but then I start to learn about ways that I could share and disperse information in ways that will elevate my whole community. So for me, it's Latina representation and the art of representation. That's what always be my legacy and what matters the most to me.
0: Well, you're already there. So done. Consider it done because you've already been doing that. And the little time that I've been uh, knowing about you and, you know, hearing you and seeing your work, I'm like, super excited to see all the projects that are coming out during August, September, October for the for <laughs> Lucia Diaz rollout. Um, I'm super excited. I'm excited to meet you. Hopefully, knock on some wood, que todo va bien, and I make it there and we see each other, and I'll wear knee pads and, and shoulder pads, and I'm ready for the tackle. <laughs> Um, but let the people. she's, she can't see her right now, but she's, she's rolling. Um, I'm rolling. <laughs> what, what, um, tell the people I'll have it in the show notes, but tell the people, where is the best place to, to find you and keep up with all the amazingness that you're, you're putting out.
1: Absolutely. So Hola Lucia Diaz, you can uh, find my Instagram and my Twitter handle. And, uh, in my Instagram or, or my Twitter, you have the link tree and you can always find out any new things, anything that I'm dropping, any new events. Um, The collection Mujeres will be on OpenSea, so I'll definitely get you that link once it's live and it's ready. Um, And I'm just, again, I just want to say thank you, Ritzi, for everything that you do. And thank you for having this podcast, so it's so important to listen to our stories and really kind of like investigate and think about these questions that... I've never been asked before, so I just want to say thank you for being one of the best interviewers I've ever, ever. Thank you,
0: Lucia. This has been
1: amazing. And uh, again, if anybody wants to reach out to me through DMs on Instagram or on Twitter, I respond. (laughs) I'm not like (laughs) other artists and and not respond. (laughs) I like to respond to to DMs to make sure people know that I'm here. I also, Sometimes, uh, if anybody reaches out to to talk about like business or things like that, I love sharing grants and resources. So if you're listening to the very end, to this moment, to this segment, I want to make sure that I send any of your listeners a resource sheet that I created with nice. a list of grants, list of ways that I've learned to like build out my business, all the apps and all the things that I use. So I'll be sending that to are uh, amazing. Oh the Oh my goodness <laughs> so, so if anybody has any questions, send me a DM and I'll send you that resource guide because I feel like it's super important, like I said, say, share what you know. Share the things that have helped you. And if you could help somebody like, you know, save two minutes or a year or five years mm-hmm. of their journey, why not? Yeah, Nobody could ever illustrate the way I do. And and that's it. Like I'm only competing with myself. So I'm always here. I'm an open book. I love to I love to chit chat. So (laughs) catch me in the next Twitter space. Uh make sure you're following, you know, Ritzy and everything that she's doing with verso is really you're literally changing the way Web3 works. So I'm so proud. I'm so proud of you and the whole team. Thank you. I'm just so happy
0: that you're part of it. And um you know, I, I really appreciate what you do. You're, you seem to always be paying it forward. No gatekeeping. And, you know, I feel like we're all building for the community with community. And that's fucking gold. So, muchísimas gracias, Lucia, for everything. And until we tackle. Until we tackle in oh Colombia.
1: Oh, my goodness. We're going to have some <laughs> empanadas. We're going to, like, girl, we're going we to do stuff. We're going to hang out. I'm so excited. I'm so
0: excited. I've never been so... Uh, I'm excited to, to learn I'll everything, see I'll everything. Be your, I'll be your eat all the
1: things. Eat all the things with me, please. Yes, all the things. Drink I, all I, the things. I'm drinking all the things with you. And so please, <laughs> if you need anything, just anything whatsoever, just reach out to me. I'm going to... I'm literally... When I get there, I'm just gonna beeline to you, and I'm just gonna tackle <laughs> you. So be ready. Oh, I'm if ready. anybody gets in my way, <laughs> I feel bad for them. <laughs> but anyway, I love you so. Thank you so much Tristie, Thank for Thank you so today. much. This is beautiful.
0: And now introducing the supernatural bear corner.
2: Supernatural bear. Bow. Hello, everyone. I'm the Supernatural Bear, and today for the Supernatural Bear Corner, I just wanted to remind you guys to stay creative, and you can do anything that you want to do. Except the legal stuff. Don't do illegal stuff. Don't don't, just don't do it. Don't and don't follow the Beatles' advice. Happiness is a warm gun. Oh yeah. Um, in my opinion, happiness is a traditional taco. Um, so stay creative. Um, stay creative, stay innovative. Reuse, 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 reduce, and recycle. I did that for a piece of a mop that broke off. And I I now use it as my training lightsaber. As I'm preparing to get some, like, $19 lightsabers that look really cool. So, yeah. Use, reduce, and recycle. Be creative, be innovative, and I'll see you guys in the next Supernatural Berry Corner. Stay safe, guys. be Doo. Yeah.
0: There you have it folks. Episode 92 with Lucia Diaz. Um yes, so if you're listening to this. It's two weeks out or give or take for Hola Meteverso Bogota, Colombia an educational community building event and we'll have link in the show notes so that you get 20% off for you or anyone that you know in the area that want to attend hit them up with that link. Tell your folks tell your peeps, tell your friends about that and then if they're going to go tell them to hit me up I'd love to, to get to meet them. So Uh, Before we bounce, I wanted to uh, go over some of the reviews. You guys are leaving reviews. Thank you. Muchisima gracia. Leave more. We need more. That helps get uh, more eyes and ears on the podcast. So that helps us out tremendously. Let's see. Uh, let's go back to uh, May 31st. That's how long it's been since I've checked these out. Uh, this f- says, uh, the subject, awesome podcast, five stars from Rinsky3. It says, I find myself learning something new in each episode. Love the variety in guests and learning about the community. Ritsy keeps it real, which I love. I look forward to every Monday morning listening To a new episode. Well, thank you so much, Rinsky3. I appreciate it. We appreciate it. Um, And then we go to Christy Harry's. Christy Harry's. Um, The subject says, wonderful. And it says, Word to your mama is beautifully put together and produce. Why thank you because I'm the producer. Uh, it says super let me let me read it back. So it says super informative and entertaining. They are so reliable and creative in their content. The show is wonderful all around, highly recommended. Five stars. Thank you so much, Christy Harris. We really appreciate it. Um, and like always, you can become a patron uh on patreon we have a link to that uh and then also if you want to buy us a whiskey via buy us a coffee we got a store online store where you can make purchases stuff that i've created stuff that the supernatural bears created and as always for free tell your folks tell your peeps tell your friends and as always we reap word to your mama is owned and produced by Ritzy p intro beat produced by nico beats if you want to know more, uh, you want to email as you want to get the media kit, go head over to word to Word to your mama is now part of the Latina Podcasters Network and as always, word to your mama is brought to you by ritzperiwinko.com.